Welcome to the book club that sure is not your mom's romance book club, but it is my mom's. I'm Ellen, and joining me as always is my mom. Hi, mom. How's it going? Incredible. Incredible. <laughs> wow. Uh, today we're going to chat about Managed by Kristen Callahan, but first, mom, what have you been reading and watching? Well, reading, this is the only book I read this week. Um, I kind of pushed myself pretty hard last week and got through several, but I, so I thought this week I would go easy on myself. I listened this week to Halfway Girl by Tessa Bailey. Um, I listened to it through the Read Me Romance podcast where they read a novella throughout the course of the week. I'm just trying to find a way to get some books in for my Goodreads challenge um, during this month where I'm going to be kind of slammed. And I'm commuting a bit, so it's... A good way uh, to yeah. I forgot about your commute. Getting a book in. Um, what have you been watching? What have I been watching? We watched um, the new Miss Fisher murder. Miss Fisher's modern, modern murder mysteries. <laughs> There's two episodes out so far, um, and we watched both of those. He and is such a dish. He is really a cutie patootie. Yeah. Um, if you haven't watched it, just look up his picture. <laughs> He is cute. Um, and uh, what else did I watch? We watched the first episode of Loki. We did watch Loki. Uh, you've been watching a lot of Psych. I have been watching a lot of Psych, just like as background stuff while I'm doing other things. And um, my husband and I plowed through all the Star Wars movies. You did, yeah. We watched them all in the order that they were supposed to have happened. So... And we just finished that up this week. So that's what I have been watching. We also went and saw In the Heights. In the Heights. In, weekend. in a theater. In a movie theater. Um, <clears throat> so that was fun. That was fun. Very cute. Charming movie. Yeah. And definitely like, wow, Lin-Manuel Miranda definitely has a style to his he music. does have a style to his music. And here's the thing. That guy is a genius with lyrics because yeah. he puts together stuff that you would never think would go together. And it's like, Oh my gosh, that is an incredible phrase that he just said. Yeah. And so he's just a mastermind when it comes to lyrics. He is good. Um, so we enjoyed that and we, yeah. And then I've been, I've been pretty busy this week. So it's a miracle. I've gotten that much. Yeah. You kind of went from feast to famine or famine to feast really. more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was my first week of, school well like student teaching this week and so it's just been kind of clamoring to get stuff together and lessons prepped and little cutesy crafts ready for lots, second lots of, graders to do lots of visits to hobby lobby and yes and <laughs> office depot and, and amazon all, all, actually and amazon yes <laughs> um actually as we speak there's a bag of spinners for games next to me so <laughs> that we ordered from amazon that's the kind of stuff that you buy when you're a teacher i guess um okay so today we are chatting about managed by Kristen callahan it is the second book in her vip series the first book idol is about killian and liberty the third book is fall which is jack's book and then exposed the fourth book comes out next month which somewhere in there is going to be ryan <clears throat> brenna yeah, i'm that's, assuming that's the fourth book <laughs> Um, okay, so here's the back cover description for Managed. It started off as a battle of wits. Me, the ordinary girl with a big mouth against him. The sexy bastard with a big 
ego. Uh, <laughs> it even has the dot, dot, dot in it. Uh, I thought I'd hit the jackpot when I was upgraded to first class on my flight to London. That is until he sat next to me. Gabriel Scott, handsome as sin, cold as ice, nothing and no one gets to him ever. He's a legend in his own right, the manager of the biggest rock band in the world, and an arrogant ass who looks down his nose at me. I thought I'd give him hell for one long flight. I didn't expect to like him. I didn't expect to want him. But the biggest surprise, he wants me too. Only in a way I didn't see coming. If I accept his proposal, I leave myself open to falling for the one man I can't manage. But I'm tempted to say yes, because the real man beneath those perfect suits and that cool facade just might be the best thing that's ever happened to me, and I just might be the only one who can melt the ice around his heart. Let the battle begin. Mom, what did you think of Managed? Um, I really, really, really liked it. You're like me. I'm like, I'm like so, I'm on the verge of a love that I think I'll just go ahead and give it a love. Um, I think, because even, I enjoyed immensely reading it. I mean, I, you know, it was one of those that's like, I want to keep reading because I really enjoyed this. Um, so, I, yeah. There were look- points where it dragged slightly for me, and maybe And just I've got a cute few quibbles, but nothing big. And then they both pissed me off at... They both did. At, both of them. Yeah, in the... Well, we're gonna talk about that. Okay. But, yeah, um, but other than that, there's great... And they got over it quick, so... They did do that. Um, but there's great banter, there's great build-up, you know? Oh, my gosh. I, when I was I was ahead of Ellen reading it, and I was like, "It's I want to call it a slow burn because, you know, yeah. but, it, but it doesn't feel like a slow burn because there's stuff happening. It's just it's not, like they're not on a simmer the whole time. They're on like a low boil. boil. <laughs> they're just almost there. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. We're gonna talk about that as well. Um, but first, what did you think of Sophie as our heroine? Um, I like Sophie. I thought she was funny. I enjoyed her. I um. Liked how she was giving him the business all the time, and uh, more ways than one. Yeah, hello. Um, no, I really, I thought she was a lot of fun. I really liked her too. We always like a kind of goofy, fun heroine with the stick in the mud hero, right? Yeah. Um, and yeah, she was great. I love how she's just like, <laughs> I love her messing with him on the on plane, the flight. and just like she just goes into it with like. I'm just going to give this guy the business this whole time. I'm just going to make this a trip he won't forget. I'm just going to have fun with this. And, um, you know, she's just straight up about how hot he is. And I just really respect that. And, uh, yeah, I I really liked her. She was a really fun heroine. And, like I said, they have really great banter, which I think is mainly coming from her end. Um, And... I don't know. He he gets in a few good digs, too. Yeah, he does. But, you know what I mean. She's usually the instigator. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Um, his are are usually a response to hers, so... Yeah. She's a little... I don't want to say... She's always described as curvy, right? She's um, she's a little curvy, which I like. Um, And... And I think this, this is one of my quibbles. And it's worse in the beginning of the book. It gets better. But... It's one of those books where it's like, okay, I get it. He's got a good body. Because there at the beginning, especially on the flight and all that, she just wouldn't shut up about it. And it was a, a bit over the top. You know, she's, <laughs> she's going to, like, feel up on that. She's going to talk about it in her internal... In her internal monologue. <laughs> yeah, in her internal POV. She's going to talk about what a slamming body he's got. Well, and she did. <laughs> <laughs> and she did. Um... Yeah, I really liked her. I like, um, I don't know, maybe 
it's probably just me, but I respond to um, heroines that don't really have their shit together and are just like, <laughs> I don't know what I want to do. This well, is- I really liked, though, the discussion she had with, was it Jules that she was talking to? And and she's, Jules was like, this is my dream. I'm working towards my dream job. And she's like, I don't have a dream job. I just want to be happy. So yeah, I can be happy here. I can be happy doing this. Yeah. I just want to be happy. No, and, I know. that's. And it's like, I get that. Yeah, and I like I that, you, girl. and I'm I'm totally with her because it's like I, d- I just want to find something that's gonna yeah set me up comfortably so that I can just be happy and, and, and enjoy have enough money to survive and and enjoy my life. Yeah, basically. Um, and if you're working with hot rockers, which by the way, uh, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not gonna be doing that, unfortunately. But no, but it, the, the, it did sound like these boys were all pretty dishy. So. Yes, it did. That's why they all get their own romance novel. Of course, they're all gonna have their own romance novel because <laughs> they're hot. <laughs> um, what did you think of Gabriel as our hero? Mm, I liked Gabriel. Scotty, Scotty. But um, she calls him Gabriel. She calls him Gabriel. Um, yeah, he's. He's like, here's the thing that I like about him. Of course, they both piss me off. Both of them piss me off in, oh in the yeah. conflict. But um, he, I really liked him. I liked his protectiveness. I mean. Yeah. Well, and I like, because we, we so often get these, like, um, ice cold heroes who are damaged, but then they're really, like, broody and angry all the time. But he and wasn't that. He's not that, no. yeah. Cause, and so I liked that, like, because he's, you know, our typical billionaire bad boy. But he's not, really. Because yeah. he's a good guy. He's just a little, like, closed off and doesn't know how to express himself. But he has those feelings and emotions. He's just not good at right. conveying them. And so that comes off as being ice cold and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, so I like that he felt different from all those others that we get like that. Yeah. He wasn't, like, a dark and broody kind of guy and um, who was irritated by her. I mean, he was, he liked her from the get-go. I mean. Yeah. I mean, he tried to not like her from the get-go, but. They always do, Ellen. They always do. (laughs) But, no, I thought he was, I, you know, I was on board. Yeah. Um, no, I definitely, I really liked him. Yeah, like you said, liked the protectiveness, even though we're not supposed to as, you know, as modern feminists. feminists. <laughs> but, but how many of these books, I mean, it must be a turn on for women, this whole thing about she's mine. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's <laughs> because it's in so many of our books and, and it seems anti-feminist, but man, there's something sexy about that. Yeah, it's nice. Um, what did you think of their meet cue, which we've kind of already touched on, but, um... Oh, I thought that was, I thought that was fun. That's a great way to open that book, because... Uh, right. And I knew, early on, you know, because we don't really know why she's traveling. I mean, we don't even hear any of that till the end of the plan. Yeah, like, we find out pretty quick, like, and, and I think it's because you know him from the previous book, which neither of us read, but... Um, so it's like, you know, pretty quick what he's doing going, but I'm like, there's a reason we're not finding out for a while what What she's she's doing doing on this plane. Right. And so I, I knew that their lives were going to intermix in some way. And, um, anyway, um, I thought it was pretty cute and I thought, and I loved how it came full circle, like how they end up on a plane at the end. end. Um, and it really made me want to fly first class and be seated next to a hot billionaire. I've never been on a flying. long flight first class. I've only done shorter flights Likewise. first class. Um, 
and I only get first class because my husband's a pilot, and every now and then we can upgrade. But um, I haven't ever been able. Does to... not happen as often as you think. Everybody no. thinks like our <laughs> benefits are awesome. I don't even get. You benefits. get to fly everywhere for free. It's like, uh, do we though? Because no, no that's don't. not how it works. At least not with the airline that he flies for. We get discounts, I would say, but. Well, and you do. I I you. lost them when I was like twenty three, I think. Yeah. And but basically, all we can do is fly standby, which is not a great benefit nowadays. Because well, nowadays, but because they overbook all the flights all the time, so yeah. it's not a guarantee to go anywhere. So it's like when I was trying to fly home for a weekend or something, I you you can't do it because. You yeah. can't count on being able to get back home, you know, when you need to for work and things like that. I used to use it when Ellen didn't live at home. And if I could fly to visit her, I would fly on a Wednesday, like in the middle of a Wednesday, and then I could fly home in the middle of a Wednesday. Well, and and you, then I could pretty much guarantee that I could get on a and flight. And you've only been able to do that since you retired. Like, yeah. Yes. So. So it didn't do me much good while I was working or... Yeah, so it's not a great benefit. It's not something that we can use a ton. Like when we flew, when the kids and I flew back to Spain and everyone's like, oh, well, you know, you should fly, you know, because you fly um, standby. And I was like, well, I can't guarantee that all four of us could get on the same flight. It would be, it would be such a headache waiting around for four spaces on a, on a flight. And my kids were young enough that I couldn't send them ahead without me. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, no, we're not doing so that. So it's not all it's cracked up right. to be. So we basically. bought tickets. So we usually buy tickets because. Which we still do get a little bit of a discount. A little bit of a discount. But not much. Um, anyway, yeah, I, it made me want to fly first class, period. But it really made me want to fly first class with a billionaire who's afraid of flying who needs me to comfort his rock hard body. <laughs> That's so much to ask. <laughs> really? Seriously? <laughs> um, and I just, yeah, like I said, I love how straight away she's just like, yeah, you're hot. Don't try and dazzle me with your good looks. Like, <laughs> it's not going to work on me. And he's like, okay, crazy lady. <laughs> she's like, you know how hot you are. You know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so it was just great. Um, what did you, so she shows up. Um, cause they find out that she's on her way to a job interview basically with the band that he works for, that he manages. And, um, and then when she shows up and she finds out what band it is, they realize that she has this past where she was tied up in the selling of photographs of one of the band members after he had tried to kill himself. Tried to kill himself. And I'm wondering if that's. I'm sure they, I don't think it, that takes place in the first book, right? I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't think so. I think probably. It was before the book. Yeah, and so it's. Something they might refer to, but not. Yeah. I don't know. We didn't read the first book. And it probably comes up a bit in his book, oh, which sure is comes the up. next book. In yeah. fact, I might even listen to, I might get the next book on Audible. I, I wouldn't mind going um, to the next book. I, I wouldn't mind going back and reading the first book. Yeah. Um, anyway, the, um. So she shows. So what up. did you think of that, like, kind of slight drama and how that was resolved with the with I thought her was, past? I thought it was good, and I thought that it was good that because they needed that little seed of doubt about yeah. her character, or otherwise the end would have really pissed me off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I thought it was handled well, and I think they all kind of got over it okay and. Yeah, and um, 
And I like how Jax kind of was like, I need to apologize to you. And she's like, why are you apologizing to me? <laughs> and, um, you know, because in fairness, he did put her in a kind of shitty position yeah. to, like, well, be the I one Well, I think he just... kind of thought he was helping her for what she was. Yeah. And because um, she was a, f- fo- you know, like a paparazzi. paparazzi. And um, so he thought he was hooking her up with some, you know, pictures that were going to help her out. But dark Mm, yeah that is dark yeah and and she you know she did take the pictures but then felt really shitty about it as you would i if you were you know a normal person but then her ex-boyfriend her boyfriend at the time got a hold of them and he's the one that sold them so they had like kind of beef with her over doing that but you know, I think it's it is Jax's position to be the one that is going to be pissed off about it, and since he's not, it's like, well, you guys can't. And really. Jax is adorable. I I, know. I really want to read his book. Yeah, that's I know that's me too, and so that's why I'm like maybe I'll maybe I'll listen to it. Um, his book is out already, right? Yes, yes, it is. Um, what did you think of the sleeping arrangement? Well. It was a little weird. <laughs> so they both discover that they can't sleep without the other kind of Well, thing. they have this, like, connection on the flight yes. where she helps him through, because um, he's got this fear of flying, um, and she helps him through it. She just kind of distracts him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she, she does. does. <laughs> through this, you know, traumatizing turbulence on this flight. And... um then he just can't sleep. Yeah, without. after that, they just both can't sleep without the other. Well, so he calls her in the middle of the night one night, and she comes over, and they end up, oh, I mean, it's a whole thing, but she ends up falling asleep in his bed, and then he comes in and lays down next to her, and they both sleep perfectly. So yes. then he decides, <coughs> I can't sleep. I can sleep fine if she's with me. Yeah. So he asks her to start Staying it him. kind of reminded me of, not that, I don't even think this happens in that book, but it kind of reminded me of Dating-ish from The Knitting in the City, where there's just all these different things for intimacy that oh, yeah, that, yeah. She try, that he try, or they both try. And so it's like, professional sleeping buddy. That sounds like a thing <laughs> that would probably... I could be that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Except I can't sleep if anyone's too cuddled up to me. <laughs> A lot of times I read these books and I think, oh, that would be miserable. I can start off that way. Yes. But it does not last (laughs) forever. It's too hot. Even with my dog, I'm like that. I'm like, okay. (laughs) That's enough enough of this business. Um, So it was, I mean, it's the perfect romance, like, set up because, you know. I mean, it's a bit out there, but it sets it up for some great intimate times without sex. I mean, they don't have yeah. sex for a long time. No. And I mean, but it's a bit like, come on, who are we kidding right now, you guys? <laughs> and, and, you know, he's sporting wood all the time and she's, and he's just like, well, that's just going to happen. Just know that that's going to happen. There's nothing <laughs> I can do about it. It's going to be up your butt the whole time, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Before we talk about the climax... Let's talk about sex, baby, as I sing a salt and pepper song, which made an appearance. Actually, not that song, but a different salt and pepper song. <laughs> yes. Which we have to respect Sophie for that, Sophie and Brenna, Well, for that karaoke song choice, because 
I freaking love that song. And Ellen can hit it every time. I know all the words to that song. It's great. Um, yeah, so I really respected that choice, but let's talk about the sex. Um, you really have to impress their, uh, be impressed by their fortitude. Well, there were things they were describing. I'm like, I'm not even going to try to picture that because I can't even tell what's happening right now. (laughs) Yeah. Well, (laughs) and, you know, this hand was there and that hand was there and then he stroked her here. I'm like, no, I definitely can. Because when I was to that point, I was trying to speed read a bit because, um, but I would be reading things and I'm like, wait, what is happening right now? (laughs) I was the same way. And I was reading it pretty, you know, and I was like, wait, huh? It's like a twister game. (laughs) It's impressive. It was impressive. (laughs) No, but I'm just like, I'm impressed at how long that they were snuggled up in bed feeling each other up, doing all this stuff, and nothing was happening. Well, like, apparently they, they even... had a lot of pent-up energy because they go at it. Yeah, they have to, like, you know, go find a villa somewhere just so that they can... I will say, though, for all the sex they had, I think that was a good amount of described sex to us. Yeah, it's, I mean, their, like, sexcation, it gets a little bit like, okay... I get it. You right. guys had sex. You had sex. Okay. Again. Okay. I get it. But even then they but, would start to, it would start to explain it and then it would, you know, kind of go. Yeah. No, I thought, um, I mean, listen, Kristen Callahan's previous uh, appearance on this was a bit traumatic for me, like famously. This is, I looked it up. They're not the same. Oh yeah, that's right. It's I always get Kristen, Kristen Callahan Ashley. and Kristen Ashley, Ashley mixed, mixed up. up. Okay. Um, have we done a, a Kristen Callahan? I know I've read another Kristen Callahan. Um, but the... The sex. Yeah. I mean, and they talk about it a lot. Um, the hookup. is Kristen Ashley. No, there's a hookup. Oh, no, it's a different hookup. Oh, okay. She wrote a sports series that I've read and called, yeah, she wrote a sport, sports series called Game On that I read. And then, oh, Dear Enemy was Kristen Callahan. Oh, okay. So we oh, just, we do like that one. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I know we've done a Kristen Callahan before. Um, and I feel like we had the same confusion with her and Kristen <laughs> Ashley last time, too. Um, but yeah, so it was it, it was talked about a lot, but there wasn't a lot of like inaction, um, which is fine. Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, and like I said, the build up to it was like pretty yeah, good. I mean, by the time they were having sex, you're like, geez, finally. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that's what I mean. I'm like impressed because for how much they talk about it, it's like, you guys, just like get after it already. But, Dude. and it was pretty steamy and it was pretty, huh. Yeah. But, um, but honestly, like the, the hottest moments for me were, were those like build up the moments. Build up moments. Well, yeah. we've always said that, you know, it's, yeah. that's what we love about romance novels. And this has it to, in spades. So, it does indeed. Um, okay, so let's talk about the climax now. And I don't mean the sexual one. I mean the, like... Yeah, because there were many climaxes, plot. apparently. <laughs> the plot climax. Um, so this is where they both pissed me off. I was pissed off at both of them also. And I... Uh, every time... Because it's right when they're just like, I just love him so much. I have, But they always haven't told me. Is that a thing? Is it really hard to tell people that you love them? I don't understand. Hmm. Almost every book we read, it's like a big deal. Well... For 
for the books, it's oh, it's just adds the drama. The it's drama. like I, I, I just get it. realized I love her, and I haven't told her yet. But then this terrible thing happens. I mean, that's just how. That's just dramatic. So yeah. Like, so, but they both were very much in love with each other. Just yeah. hadn't said it yet. Yeah. And then this thing happens, and it's like. Okay, if you love each other so much, why... Like, listen, hear out, hear them out. Yeah, because he wasn't even giving her a chance. She didn't explain, but he didn't give her a hot minute to even say no. a thing. I know. And and I also wanted, like, hey, let's ask Jax. Like, I realize he's puking his guts out, but, like, maybe let's hear, wait to hear what Jax has to say, you know, if she had anything to do with it yeah. kind of thing. Um, but... I was kind of, I'm like, okay, I, because I did like when in the fight where he's like, um, you know, what am, how do you think this looks? Like, and you know, he, he says like, you have to understand that this looks bad. And she's like, yeah, I can understand that it looks bad, but like, let me explain. And so I was liking some of that, but then it got really ugly. Yeah, <laughs> like, they both said terrible things. Yeah, like when he says, um, it's more like I'm disgusted by your life choices, I was like, okay, you're out. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can't go there. That is bad. Yeah, and um, yeah, so I, I felt like he had way more of the, um, like I thought she handled... She handled it kind of poorly at the outset, but he walking away from it was way of the bigger offender in that. In well, that and, fight. and he's the one that said the uglier things, I felt. Yeah. So, um, and I get, you know, that he didn't want Killian to be hurt by any of it because of what they'd gone through before. Killian was the one that had the hard time with her and the pictures. But I did side with her, though, when, when, um, He's like, you know, it's I'm gonna have to explain something to Killian. She's like, what about me? Like, you're not even concerned about like how right. I'm feeling about this situation, right? And he's like, well, I have to look out. That's my job is I have to look out for the band. She's like, can you do me a solid and like look out for me right now as well? And so, you know, I was I was team her by the end of that fight because I'm like, you are acting like an asshole, sir, which I know is your thing, but like right. it was. Well, and then she's the one that's like, okay, I'm leaving the country tomorrow. And I'm like, oh my gosh, come on. Can someone just sit down, calm down, well, everybody, let it f- sit for a minute, and then have a discussion. Yeah. But they never do Including, that. Including, like, to- Jax and him and her and, like, get everybody's suss out what happened, you know, with the whole situation, which they had by that point. And in fairness, you know, well... In fairness, she walks away and she's like, that got ugly. I, you know, realized how that looked and that looked bad. But then she overhears him talking to someone and saying that, like, she's fired, but he's talking about somebody Somebody else else. and she thinks it's about her. And so she takes that as her cue to leave, which, you know, that's typical romance novel stuff. Right. You know, she mistaken firing happens all the time. Um, (laughs) All the time. But, uh, and then for his part... He walks away and is like, I was an asshole. That yeah. did not go well, and I need to talk to her. But then she leaves. Um, like I said. But I am happy because it gives us the full circle plain thing. Plain thing. Which, you know. And even though they were both terrible, um, they both get over it really quick. So it wasn't a two weeks without turning phones on or any of that kind of stuff. So well, those fights get ugly, you know, and that happens. In... Well, and that's what he even says, you know, during the grand gesture at the end. Um, you know, I'm going to I'm going to screw up. I, I'm not good at this and yeah. I'm going to make mistakes. Yeah. And just 
stick with me and you know so it was it turned out sweet but yeah i was both of them i was like yeah you cannot talk to people that way either one of you stop it yeah it got it got pretty bad um what was your swooniest moment oh, see that's the hard i was trying to think of my swooniest moment um there were so many little things that he did, uh, bringing her the sandwich and just the way he would take care of her, you know, just because he knew, like they knew each other. They became acquainted with each other's idiosyncrasies pretty quick. And it was pretty cute when they would, yeah. you know, when he, but when he could tell she was getting hangry, which I, I hate that word, but. Um, it's a thing though. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I know, you know. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, so he went and got her sandwich and, you know, the whole thing with tea, like when he would get her tea, she's like, oh, he's trying to fix my world. <laughs> yeah. According to him, tea fixes everything. And um, anyway, so those little, those I little think moments. I'm going to go with, um, I mean, like I said, I really like the whole plane thing. The plane thing was cute. The whole, like both beginning and end plane things were good. Um, but I think I'm going to go, which we've already also talked about this slightly is when he, like, steps in and saves her from the guy elbowing her. Oh, the, yeah, that was good. Very, like, oh, bodyguard moment, you yes. know? <laughs> I forgot about that one. Yes, that was really good. In fact, when I was reading that, I was thinking, oh, this could be my swooniest moment, and then I forgot about it after the book. So um, I was trying to step in on my parade. And cool. there's a lot of stuff here that we haven't even mentioned, like his fighting, which, you know, that was yeah. kind of hot. Yeah. <laughs> His little fight club moment. <laughs> and um, uh, so that was kind of cool. It was, you know, not a healthy way to deal with your... But, but he had a lot of pent-up frustration yeah. that he just had to punch. As I went into a wooded glen and punched us out my rage. <laughs> it's a hot rod moment. Hot rod moment. <laughs> for anybody. Because that's a movie everyone's seen. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, you know... So there was, but just the picture of him steamy and sweaty and beating the, someone to a pulp is yeah, and know, winning. Not gonna, I like, I do like. Does it make a difference if I won? She's like, no. I mean, well, yeah, yeah kinda, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it makes a difference. <laughs> it's pretty hot. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then the whole scene with uh, her getting elbowed by. And what a dick was that guy. Yeah. I feel like press charges on that guy. I mean, I don't know how it works well, in Spain or wherever the hell they were. This, but This whole uh, book makes you think paparazzi, paparazzi people suck. <laughs> yeah, but I've never really been in any doubt of that, to be honest. <laughs> I, I would probably agree with you there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was, and then when he brought her in and he's fixing her up and yeah. everyone's like, you know. He's, and he, that's when he gets so angry that he just has to go. Punch, punch, punch somebody that's not that guy, but it just been, needs to work out that anger. That, I'm like, oh gosh. Gabriel. <laughs> oh, Gabriel, you do you, but yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's so bad, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there, there was a lot of yeah, there was that swooniness. Um, okay, let's hear from some of you on what you, and let's, okay, so we need to say the reason that this book you know, made the list was because Gabriel was put on our book boyfriend bracket. We hadn't even read, read the, the book. book. And um, so it was kind of like, well, apparently we need to check out this hero. And I was like, you guys have really built him up. Let's see how he fares. And you guys didn't disappoint. He was, he was, he was a good one. He was a good one. And it's like I said, I appreciate that he was not our typical broody billionaire 
yeah. bad boy. Who's you know. just kind of ornery in the beginning, and then yeah. you, you, you grow to love him as he yeah. makes no, that journey. He but, pretty quickly is lovable. Yeah. It's just that he's sometimes, you know, kind of an asshole, which I'm kind of an <laughs> asshole too, so um, Sometimes. <laughs> Are we going to qualify it that way? <laughs> I'm often an asshole. Um, Cassie says, this was an angsty and steamy read. Yeah, it was. I really liked both Sophie and Gabriel, and I loved the way their friendship slowly progressed into more. And once it was more, this book really gave us more. And then she did fire and sweating emojis and things like that. I read the first book in the series back in January and really enjoyed that, but I think I liked this one more. Can't wait to read the third book in the series. And someone followed up and said that they might even like the third book more. Ooh. Well, then I am on board. So, there you go. Um, Ashley says, Scotty, I love this book so much. I highlighted over a hundred passages there. I also highlighted. I highlighted, a, highlighted several too. Yeah. Well, there, we love all of the, um, pop, a lot of pop culture oh, references. And we love the pop culture references, especially if it's something that we love too. And yeah. I was like, oh, hmm. Star Wars, Supernatural, Star Trek, uh, Shoop, um, <laughs> all that stuff. Um, which all start with S, I'm realizing. That is weird. because weird. Yes. Very, al- very illiterate. I was, uh, <laughs> illiterate. Not illiterate. Illiterate. Illiterative. <laughs> um, Ashley continues. I'm a huge sucker for great banter between an H, uh, hero and heroine, and Kristen delivers that through, through the entire book. Scotty is so utterly starchy and emotionally constipated, and him needing, needing Sophie to sleep, stick and fork in me. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah. This is one I will reread anytime I need some joy in the form of romance. I love how clear the voice is and the pacing of their story felt right on. I hope you loved it. Yeah. I think, I think I'm going to stick with love. It's like I said, I, um, yeah, it's, it dragged a little bit for me when they were at the villa because it's like, okay, I get it. You guys are having sex. I, I appreciate that because I've been wanting you to do that this whole time. But, um, <laughs> And they both pissed me off, but when does that not happen to a certain extent, I feel like? Well, and I think I think the villa scene was just really to build up how close they were getting because we knew it was all going to fall apart. Yeah. And, <laughs> and as soon as they went away without phones and things like that, I'm like, something is going to start to go down, you know, when they're away. And I think that's when Martin shows up and is trying to text her and all this stuff. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Um, Kristen says, I co-signed everything Ashley said. Um, it's near the top of my reread as a whole or just random passages when I need a dose of endorphins list. I need that list too. <laughs> um, the snark and wit are evident from day one. It's a slow enough burn that the buildup is quite delicious and the payoff even more so, but not so much of a slow burn that it's the last 10 pages where they get together. Yeah. My personal angst requirements are met in the best ways, and if there was ever a book that deserves to be a poster child for the grumpy one falls for the sunshine one, this is it. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, for all the DZ lovers, uh, which is Turkish dramas, in case you're not with it. Because <laughs> uh, that means you're with it. You know what DZ is. Uh, Scotty and Sophie give off major Sarkhan and Ada vibes. Oh my gosh. They do. I didn't even think about that. I didn't either, but Sunshine he, Girl and... But he definitely gives off Saracon vibes. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Now I've got that picture oh. in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for that. Uh, yeah. Now, I need, now I'm like, do I need to go reread that book and just imagine Saracon the whole time? Yeah. Um, I could do that. I could handle that. <laughs> 
Um, we still need to catch up on that show. Although I heard that it kind of went off the rails, but now it's like doing a second wave and that the second wave is more promising. So those of you who are still watching, um, let us know how it's going. Yeah. Let us know how that's going. Um, okay. Um, Sarah R says, Scotty and Sophie are my favorite grumpy sunshine couple. I love their banter. I normally don't love the pet names used in books, but their nicknames seem natural. Kristen Callahan writes a really great slow burn that still feels really steamy. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Uh, the end conflict does seem forced to me. It seems out of character for Sophie to withhold that information from Scotty. Kristen Callahan just posted yesterday that the fourth book in the series comes out in July. Um... Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, would also, ag- I would agree with that comment because she like was, that's one of the things that he was drawn to was that her total honesty about every little she's thing. so forthcoming about everything. And um, yeah, so when, when he texts, when Martin texted her and was like, I need to meet you, I was like, okay, just tell him. Like, cause you knew it was going to be a problem. Yeah, obviously. But it's like. Do him a solid. You know that he has beef and with with Martin. Right. And that they've had problems with Martin in the past. And, and you know that Martin would do anything to either use you or get back at you for what went down. So Or to like or to um exploit the band. Right. Which are your now your friends. So like do them a solid and just let them know, hey, this guy who I used to date and I realize is a scumbag is on the premises and you know, just be aware that he is probably going to try and get dirt on you. Like, I don't see... How does that make her look bad in his eye? I mean, I don't understand why she had to lie about that. That seems stupid. But, but... you know, it's whatever. (laughs) You know, it's a romance novel. What are you going to do? They never do what you think they should do. Um... Uh, different Ashley, Ashley M says, I really like this book. I have about 15% left, and unless something really heinous happens, I'm going to call this love. Oh. You might feel this, like, because that is in the, in the last 15% where all the shit hits the fan, but I think you'll still, I think you'll still love it. Uh, my favorite tropes are grumpy slash sunshine and friends to lovers, so this book was basically catnip to me. Yeah, that, yeah. it's basically in that group. Um, also, I liked all the British idioms in this book. They felt natural and not awkward like they do in some books. Am I surprised that I enjoyed this book? No, Kristen Callahan is an automatic read for me. Her books pull you in from the beginning. There are no awkward info dumps or setting the stage that drag on forever. She shows you what you need to know rather than tells you. Her banter and dialogue between all her characters, not just the main couple, is always exceptional and fun to read. Yeah, I mean, you really, like, because we didn't know anything about the band or anything like that, but you really get a sense of, like, oh, yeah, these guys all really love each other. They are. And And I also knew right off the bat that the first book was about Killian and Liberty. Yeah. So. (laughs) Obviously. It's like, oh, there's a happy and love couple. They obviously they had are. They had a book. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I also agree. Like, no awkward info dumps because she just like puts you on that plane with them right away, and and it was cute. We are at it yes. already, so it was good. Um, Catherine says, I like that she calls him Sunshine. I don't buy that Brenna wouldn't have found out that she was a pap in her research, and you have to suspend your disbelief that. Uh, to imagine that they'd hired her after that. But I do like this one. Sure gets steamy for a book about cuddling. Oink, 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 oink. Mm. Um, Yeah, I don't think we're supposed to think Brenna didn't know that she was a paparazzi. Because Brenna's kind of like, okay, let's not... I think maybe Brenna didn't know that she was the paparazzi who took that picture. 
Yeah. Or, I, yeah. Brenna, they didn't give us a good sense of what Brenna was... Knew and didn't know. Knew and didn't know. But, I mean, Brenna was on her side from the get-go. Yeah. And so I, I kind of got the feeling that Brenna knew she had been a paparazzi, but that... Um, you know, she had kind of proven herself with other ventures that she's kind of past the exploitive paparazzi thing. Yeah. Um, Catherine also said, who was Gabriel up against in the March Madness bracket? I'm curious if I would vote for him now that I've read it. So he was up against Josh M. from Josh and Hazel's uh, Guide to Not Dating. Very the, different. Yeah. Very different. Because Josh is kind of mellow and... Beta and yeah. very sweet and... So that's hard. Um, it would be hard to hard for me to pick now. Plus, plus it's been a long time since I read Josh and Hazel. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, Natalie says, I don't have a lot to add other than just to second what a lot of people have already said. I loved this one. It was great. It has great steam and excellent grumpy sunshine execution. I also like that Scotty is stern and frosty, but not cruel or mean, which weirdly happens a lot with these kinds of characters. I love an Ice King slowly being melted. And I love cuddling, so this was most deaf my jam, my favorite in this series so far. Um, yeah, totally, obviously agree with the, you know, that he's stern and frosty, but not cruel or mean, which I totally agree. That's usually the route that they go with the stern and frosty guys. Right. Um, so. Well, and that's kind of like what we were talking about, how he's, yeah. he's not your traditional grumpy hero. Yeah. He's just kind of isolated himself and standoffish yeah and um and that's interpreted as kind of right but he's not and he's not even that way with the band i think the band knows deep down inside he's a loving kind of guy but they just know that he's the one that has to like keep them on track right sometimes so they give him crap for it but they you know there's definitely camaraderie there yeah uh, Milena says, I absolutely love the series and Managed is my favorite book. I read it the first time when I was just getting into romance and it is still one I like to go back and reread. Interesting. That's yeah. an interesting getting into romance. Um, I always like to hear like people's journeys into getting into romance. Um, just cause I think it's interesting. Everybody's different tastes. Um, Jennifer says, I hate to admit that I had a hard time getting past her admission in the beginning that she was the paparazzi who took the picture of the guy who almost died. I had to return this to the library, so I can't look it up again to make sure my memory is accurate about that. But for me, I just didn't love it. However, in the author's preface, she mentioned the band Soda Stereo, and now I have fallen down the rabbit hole of Argentinian rock. I don't speak Spanish, but I love rock nacional now. Um, There you go. My brother lived in Argentina for a while, so yeah, we should. Maybe he knows them. Maybe like they're friends. Maybe they're, they're <laughs> best buddies. No, he wouldn't shut up about that if that was the case. Um, yeah, I mean, it is kind of uh, you know a bit like like a bit sketchy that she did that, but I'm I'm kind of like of the if Jax can forgive her, it's like. Well, and I think the point, did uh, Gabriel say it? I can't remember. But the point that, you know, we've all gone through periods in our lives that we're not happy or proud of. Yeah. And um, it sounds like they all went through a, you know, period in their life where Mm -hmm. their band was starting out that was a little rocky. And, you know, so let's not hold everybody to that standard. 
Yeah. Um, but I can see where it's a turnoff for the character. If, you know, I can, I can see that. Um, Raquel says, I read this book last year. I think I liked it, but to be honest, I don't remember much except for the airplane scene at the beginning. Uh, kind of smug face. I don't have any notes anywhere, which is unusual, but I did find my rare Goodreads review. Scotty lived up to the hype, but there's so much unnecessary drama near the end that it almost ruined the book for me. I do like the idea of a series about the members of a rock band and their manager, so I thought that was creative. Yeah. I've read a couple, like, rock I star. I many. I, I, the Grip series is the one that stands out to me by Kennedy yeah. Ryan. Um which is phenomenal, by the way. So good. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but a completely different vein than this one. Yeah. Um, so I haven't read a lot of rock star romance. I know I've read others, but of course I'm not remembering. And really, honestly, it's not really something that would normally appeal to me because I'm an old lady. But um, it's true. <laughs> but I, I enjoyed this. So, yeah. Um. Jess says, Scotty, I absolutely adore this book. I read it for the first time a year or so ago and recently reread by listening to the newly released audiobook, which was wonderful. Kristen Callahan writes some of the best slow burn yet super steamy sexual tension filled romances out there. The banner between Chatty Girl and Sunshine is top notch and I adore a grumpy sunshine pairing. And don't even get me started on the cuddling and I need you next to me to sleep. Gah! Uh, side note, I adored the use of this trope in Tessa Bailey's The Sweetest Fix. Hmm. As Ashley said about managed, stick a fork in me. Although the conflict is not my favorite, I appreciate that it was resolved quickly. Anyway, this series is fantastic, and I appreciate rock star romances that each seem to be new takes on the subgenre. I am so excited that Rye and Brenna's book is coming out next month. Ah. I will say, because I'm also one who doesn't usually... In- love terms of endearment however the fact that her last name was darling so he kept calling her darling i was like oh my gosh that is just too cute (laughs) and And they're talking about getting married and she's like my name's not gonna be darling anymore and he's like i'm still gonna call you you'll always be my darling um but the sunshine and chatty girl that didn't bother me because they weren't like they used it maybe like a couple too many times for my taste but i would say yes um with that a little too much but it wasn't and they weren't, like, baby names, you know? They weren't... Yeah. And it probably helps that we don't have to, like, hear them saying it constantly. Yeah, yeah just... that would bug me. <laughs> and I did, like, at the end when they... I, I guess it was in the epilogue because they were in the house in Australia and the band members were all there and they were giving them a hard time about him becoming, you know, this... Soft. Yes, and this guy who makes out with his girl all the time and... Yeah. Um, yes, I'm also... Very interested in Ryan Brenna's book, just because I liked both of them as characters, and they obviously have, like, an interesting dynamic. Right, and and Rye is, like, the class clown of the band, and uh, I I would like to. I think that one might be a fun one. And I'm hoping that Sophie will be there for Brenna, when they obviously are going to have a conflict at the end of their book, (laughs) because every book has one. And um, because Brenna was a really solid Yeah, Brenna was good for her, so um, I, I hope Sophie returns the favor when it goes down. Yeah. 
Um, Paige says, I'm not typically into rock star romances, but I love Kristen Callahan, so I decided to read Idol and absolutely fell in love with the characters, and this is definitely my favorite rock star romance series. I read Managed as soon as it came out, and it's still my favorite out of the three that have come out so far. I love Scotty and Sophie both on their own, and I loved their friends to lovers dynamic, which isn't usually my favorite trope, but I was such a sucker for them. I don't remember a whole lot about Managed since it's been almost uh, four years since I read it, but I remember loving their initial meeting meeting with Sophie, distracting Scotty on their flight, laughing a lot. Brenna's scheming, question mark, also love her and can't wait for her book to come out soon. And of course, how Scotty and Sophie can't get any sleep unless they're sleeping together. I love that trope so much. I just love the book period. And if you haven't read it yet, you need to because it's beyond amazing. Um, and then finally, and also, yes, Paige basically agree with all that. Um, although I can't speak for the rest of the series, so... Um, it's, I'm surprised that it's been out for four years and yeah. And then, cause it never was on my radar at any time. Yeah. Um, okay. And so then finally Ruthie says, this is probably my only book by Kristen Callahan. Why haven't I read the previous in this series? It's time to fix that. I saw this on the podcast list and I know it's one of, uh, my favorites primarily because it's in my favorites folder on my Kindle and that folder is no joke. <laughs> Very serious folder. Um, however, the joke is that I couldn't remember the book at all. <laughs> Booknesia is great. Uh, Booknesia? Is that how you would say that? Um, if It's great if you're low on funds, but it usually doesn't happen with my favorites. Um, I always say that because I also have Booknesia, which I love that term, by the way, Ruthie. Um, and I'm like, it's great that I can't remember anything about the books because then I can reread well, them. Well, the problem like, is we sit down to do the podcast and I have to think, I don't remember anything about this book. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's a problem, you guys, which is why we have to, like, read I tend to remember the ones that bug me more than the ones that... No, which is unfortunate. Uh, which is sad. Yes, it is sad. Um, but, yeah, I always say that that's the great thing about not remembering is that, like, you can reread books and... Just wait. And Give me a few them. years when I can't remember a yeah, thing and I'll, I'll have a whole Kindle full of books that I can reread. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, it's thought, I thought it's a tough job, but someone's got to reread book they love this week, me, and set out to do the work. I, <laughs> I remembered the meet cute on the plane as I read it and thought it was silly, actually, until the reveal of the job interview and the band, and that's when the book got interesting. Let's talk about Gabriel. Now I know why it was in the favorites <laughs> folder. <laughs> I really love this kind of guy who is super closed off except with the one. My favorite parts were the early were early tiny signs like how he kept drinking her drink and finishing her sandwich. For someone so buttoned up, signs like how... Oh, wait. I assumed this was part of him being immediately comfortable with her. Sigh. Also, they didn't even kiss till 73%. What even is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a sucker for a slow burn. Uh, but can we just take note that the first kiss was approximately one second before the first um time? <laughs> also unique, and can I just say all very hot. Once he let himself go, I love how he was all in. He was a power player and a controller, but in a unique and somewhat soft and caretaker way. He took care of the band and her too. Okay, so question for you guys. <clears throat> What do you think he would have done when the flight ended if they weren't connected by the job? Ooh, good question. That is a good question. I would like to think that they would have, like, hit it in the bathroom or something. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and then never seen each other again. The end. Uh, Boom. End of book. <laughs> uh. 
would like to think that, you know, he asked her out for tea or coffee or whatever okay. he does. <laughs> then they become very dear friends. Boring. <laughs> and then they hid it in the bathroom. <laughs> of the tea shop. happen (laughs) and then they never see each other again (laughs) boom end of story um Rodney continues (laughs) I think he already felt something and although he's a big uh feeling suppressor he did realize right away that she soothed him after he took control and told the band she was staying in his bus it made me think back to the beginning and wonder how he would have tried to keep her around after the flight what do we think I always feel like there are two types of breaking down the alpha guy, constant proximity or instantly. I think in this case, she offered him instant comfort and he would have tried to keep her. Um, And then she did like the quizzical monocle emoji, which I appreciate. Um, Yeah, I I mean, obviously, like the romantic heart in me wants to think that. (laughs) They would, they would have found a way. Cause I also, I agree. Like they both were obviously like caught feelings. Right. Pretty quickly. Pretty quickly. Um, even if it was just like lusty feelings, they were feeling something. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, especially, I think for her, it was more like lusty. And for him, it was like, wow, she is really engaging. And I don't know. know. He was pretty lusty too. That's true. Cause he didn't like her. <laughs> breasts he, he mentioned them many times um <laughs> which to bangs. me is pretty lusty but uh uh yeah that's an interesting question because you could ask that about a lot of these books you know yeah it's so true what, what all if, these books have something like oh of course they're gonna work for the same company or of course <laughs> they're both at the same family reunion yeah, that's a weird or example of course but. they have to pretend like they're you know yeah. Engaged, or of course they. Yeah. So what bless, would have, bless those romance <laughs> tropes? What would have happened if that weren't the case? Um, anyway, interesting question. Also, I going back to something she mentioned early on. It was super cute how he would just reach out and eat her food and stuff all the time, and and it was never. It was it was well written because like she never got it irritated about it, and he never. It was not a big thing. It was just a small little glimpse of you know how they how, how comfortable they were. With yeah, each other exactly. And, and yeah. you know, but but it didn't piss her off, and it didn't you know he didn't do it just to irritate her or anything like that. It was just a cute little thing that showed. Yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, the slow burn is real, but also like we said, it's low boil the whole time and not necessarily simmer yeah (laughs) if you know what i mean um okay mom any final thoughts on this book um no the more i talk about i think that i did love it and i do think i'm going to you know i i want to continue on with it somehow um we'll see it's a it's kind of a crazy month for me but you poor little dear oh my god (laughs) Well, you do kind of go on and on about it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> if the tables were turned, you would be giving me a hard time. So just stop at you. Um, no, I would I would like to to read. I would love to read Jack's book, and I would love to read Ryan's book. And, you know, if I love them all, I'll maybe go back and read Killian and Liberty's book. So, yeah, same. Um, okay, so those are our thoughts and some of your thoughts on Managed by Kristen Callahan. 
We would love to hear more from you on our Facebook page, our Facebook group, which is Not Your Mom's Facebook group, our Goodreads, our Twitter and Instagram, which are both at Not Your Mom's Rom, our, sub our subreddit, Not Your Mom's subreddit, or you can email us at NotYourMom'sRomanceBookClub at gmail.com. So if you want to read along with us and email us with your thoughts, or if you would like to discuss a book for us to read, we'd love to hear from you. On June 21st, we'll be discussing Red, White, and Royal Blue by Casey McQuiston. Uh, remember, you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are sold for free. Don't forget to leave a review because it helps the show, and we just love to read them. All right. Thanks, Mom. Ellen, as always, you're so welcome. You're welcome that I was here to impart my knowledge about this book with you. <laughs> I don't know you, Bye. Bye. Not Your Mom's Romance Book Club is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. You can find more outstanding podcasts to subscribe to at frolic.media slash podcasts.